Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Good to be back here with you. Thanks to all our listeners. Welcome to our new listeners. Um, I want to talk to you today about moving forward in your faith. The Bible, uh, in a few different places, it's in Habakkuk first, but it says a simple statement. It says, the just shall live by faith. You know, there's a... um, there's a level that the God, that the Bible has. There's a standard that the Bible has. You know, sin is living below the standard. Sin is means to miss the mark. God, that's why the Bible says, for all of sin and come short of the glory of God. Why? First of all, we were made in the image of God. We were made to be like God. We were made to have dominion on this earth. There was a standard for God. It's like, uh, for me, I have a son. And th- there's an expectation that growing up, He's going to be like his dad, right? He's going to be like his parents. You see, you see, when someone's not like their parents, they say, oh, I see the apple fall, falls far from the tree. It's supposed to represent. That's why a name is carried on. Man, that's just a name. That's a good name. You know, you expect, I mean, to have parents who are like outstanding people and then have a kid who's just a monster. It's, it would be a total surprise. What happened? Are these people not who we think they are? So as children of God, when God created the human race, there was an expectation that we would live up to the standard of God, that we would walk in love, that we would uh, be the pe- people of authority on the earth, but that we there was the character of God. And so sin is us not, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So it's not, it's us not living up to that standard. But there's a standard in the New Testament called the standard of faith. There's uh, there's actually a spiritual law called the law of faith that we've talked about um, on the podcast. But there's a standard that God has for us as born-again believers, and God knows our weaknesses. But many people over-exaggerate their weakness to excuse them from, from responsibility. There's a responsibility on you as a believer, and it's really to live in a place of faith. Uh there's many people across this world who love the Lord that are forced to live in a place of faith because they just don't have any other option. You know, you go to many countries and, and there are believers who every month are believing for the Lord just to provide food for them. You know, there's people who are in situations, Lord, I'm believing. If you live in the Middle East, you're believing in faith for supernatural protection from God. You're living in faith just because you're forced to. But many Christians have grown comfortable in their life and they don't exercise. They don't take that verse as an instruction. It should be a way to evaluate your life. Am I living in a place of faith? It's like forgiveness. There's a law of forgiveness that God sets in motion where if you're not forgiving others, God can't forgive you. If you look and see a believer who says they're a believer and then they're always bringing up what someone did in the past, they're not living in accordance with God's will. But God has a place for us to live in faith. And so you decide, you, you simply make a decision, I'm going to move forward in my faith. And so I want this to be an encouragement to you, a fresh encouragement that it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It doesn't matter if you, you, you don't need the Lord to provide monthly for you. You know, you shouldn't only be using your faith when, oh Lord, I'm, I'm up against a wall and I need your help. Doing healing school, we see this, people come and I'm glad they come, but people come, you know, stage four cancer. People come when the doctor's got a report, hey, we can we don't know what it is, we can do nothing about it, you know. All right, I'm going to healing school. And so they get forced and then, okay, now I'm going to get the Lord to heal me. But really you shouldn't be exercising your faith for healing and for health when you're you have no other options. I mean, it better than never. But, but you start because you say, man, I live in a fallen world, and at some point an attack's going to come. I, I'm not waiting until 
I, I have no money in the bank and I need the Lord to provide to say, let me start exercising my faith in the realm of finances. There's other, there, f- with faith, you're meant to move forward. And you're really, the goal of faith shouldn't be just to take care of yourself. That's the whole thing about the gospel. You look at the 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 New Testament, you look at the book of Acts, what what is a believer? Is a, a believer is a person who takes territory with their faith that that leads other people into areas of victory. You see Peter walking and by his faith, he, he Peter walked and his shadow healed other people. That's where his faith has gone to take territory that's not just benefiting him. Yes, he I'm sure he lived in health. He lived in dominion and health, but his shadow healed other people. And so in all areas, I want to encourage you to start building, first of all, the word of God into your heart in areas. So I want to talk to you about a couple things. Number one, let's talk about finances. You, you may be in a place where you, you, know, you have a job, your bills are paid for, the Lord provided a job. So it's not like you feel like you have to exercise your faith every month for the Lord to like bring in money. But I want to encourage you then to start putting your faith to get God, to ask God to provide over and above you should always be moving forward in an area. Why? Because the just shall live by faith. And so it may be that you, you make decent money, but how about this? You know, I, I found four scriptures that talk about savings, having a savings account, uh, having extra set aside. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 9, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. And then it says in verse 10, and then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will overflow with new wine. So what does that say? What's a barn? You know, we, we don't li- really live in an age where most people who are listeners aren't, aren't from farming backgrounds, but a barn was a storehouse, right? So what they did was they ha- harvested. It's not like they got n- brand new crops. They had things growing year round. Yeah. I mean, maybe they did have things growing year round, but they didn't have the same crops. So they had a storehouse. So they would have a storehouse full of grain and they would, there was a certain harvest time, a couple times a year. And they would harvest and then store up for the rest of the year. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 30, it says there are four things that are um, small but extremely wise. The ants who, who are tiny, but they store up for the summer. They store up in the summer. So God is saying it's wise to store up for the future. The Bible says in Proverbs twenty-one twenty that he who spends all he gets is a fool. So these are scriptures you know, and I know this stuff isn't really talked about too much because we talk a lot about giving and giving's important, but the Bible says you should have a savings account. Well, you know, I'm living by faith. I don't really have an income. You know, I'm in Bible school. That's fine. But if you're believing the Lord to meet, to pay bills, you know, he's El Shaddai. He's the God of more than enough. Believe him, put your faith one level up. If, if your bills are 1500 a month, put your faith at 2200 a month. I mean, the Lord has to provide anyway, right? So might as well provide, first of all, all, all that you need, and then money for savings, and then also money for seed. The Bible says he gives seed to sow and bread to eat. And so start using these scriptures and moving ahead in an area, because ultimately, the Bible says, 2 Corinthians 9, 8, that God is, a, it's a grace of giving and receiving. God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things would what would abound unto every good work. 
So, so there needs to be a place where you can say, well, my faith isn't just meant to be for me. There are some people who live by faith. In the last 10 years, they've been living by faith for the Lord to provide and pay for bills. And, you know, this car breaks down, Lord, I need you to bring in money to fix the car. But why not just begin to change it where, Lord, I, you know, if there's a need that arises that's 500 bucks, I'm asking you for 750 Why? So I can give, so I can put money in savings, so I can, because what happens? You know, the Lord will enable you that you start even even with with challenging time that the Lord will will grace you that you'll be able to say if you just make a decision I'm putting 15% away in savings and the Lord will make up the rest there's scripture ground to 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 move ahead in that area what about for healing there's well what about healing well I'm not really sick in my body we'll start putting the word of God so that you can prevent sickness in your body so that by the word of God, you're, you, you understand when, when my relationship, that's why I take the time to do, there was one that I did on my relationship to sin and sickness has ended. When your relationship to sin ended, your relationship to sickness ended. The more you put that in your heart, the more you realize, no, sickness is illegal in my body. It can't just come in my body. I'm, I'm not a heathen. I, I'm protected by the word of God. But you put that in your heart and you continue to put the word of God in your heart. And then how about this? Well, I'm not sick, but Lord, I want to start laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. Let me move ahead to where my faith is not just for me, but it's for other people. And you begin to move forward in your faith. There's areas where the Lord wants to expand you, where you've seen God come through. And if you've never believed the Lord for something, don't expect that you're going to like never believe. Start. There's always something now. If you don't use your faith, if you feel like, man, I don't really use my faith in every area, life's comfortable, use it for seed. Lord, I'm asking you for seed. Bring me $200 seed. Lord, you said that you give seed to sow and bread to eat. Lord, I'm asking for an extra $200. Well, what if I already have that in the bank? Well, if you're a giver, ask the Lord to bring you seed. It's okay to have savings. What about, well, how do I believe the Lord for seed if I got money in savings? Well, that's savings money. That's different. Believe the Lord for seed. I, I, you can do both. Lord, I'm believing you for seed and I'm believing you for, for a savings account. Why? Because you said don't spend all that you have. He who spends all that he has is, is, a, is a fool. So you begin to move ahead in an area. You see what the word has to offer. Where can I move ahead in an area? I'm, I'm going to move ahead in, you know, my house is paid off. Praise the Lord. We just recently paid off our last debt. So the house is paid off, but now our last debt, car debt, is being paid off actually probably this week or next week. Um, so what now? Well, I, I, there's nothing really for me that I'm believing the Lord for. You know, that checks off the last thing. I've been commanding that that debt to go. That checks off the final thing. So now what? Well, let's move ahead in a different area. Lord, I'm believing you for income producing property. Why not? I have faith. I know how to use it. I know the word. I know how to get it. I'm not taking, I'll never be at a place where I'm taking a back seat and just saying, well, I'm not really believing the Lord for anything. Why? There's too much at stake. I want to be paying for crusades. I, I, I want to be moving ahead with my faith. So let that be an encouragement to you. This is your new lifestyle. The just shall live by faith. And so if you're new here, a couple of things. Number one, you, you find a scripture or two scriptures that guarantee you that what you're asking for, you can have. And then you meditate on those scriptures, you put those scriptures in your heart, and then they become real. And then you say, man, God God has given this to me. The more you meditate on them, the more joy you'll have from them, and the more real they become. And then you pray. Father, this is what I'm asking you for. And, and the moment you pray, at the time you say, in Jesus' name, 
That's when you link your faith that you've received. Lord, I thank you. It's mine. Lord, the income producing property is mine. Lord, you said the young lions lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good things. Lord, you said I'll I'll live in houses that I didn't build. Father, you said that you'll bless my coming in and whatever I put my hand to will be blessed. Lord, as you as you said, the, every place the sole of my foot shall tread, you've given unto me. Father, by my imagination in my heart, I go to that income-producing property. And Lord, I believe it's mine. Give me a way. Make, make a way. Lord, give me wisdom. Don't let me make any missteps, right? And so I pray, and then I receive. And then thank you, Lord, I've received. And then every day, Lord, I put those words in my heart. Lord, I thank you. You said whatever I put my hand to prospers. You make a way there. There is no way. Lord, you furnish a table in the wilderness. I'm asking you, Father. To, to make a way for an income producing property. And you begin to work it like that. And whatever area it is, work it like that. See your faith. Start to get your testimonies now of the Lord's provision. The just shall live by faith. Man, this is going to be a great week, a supernatural week, a week of provision, not a week of discouragement, a week of breakthrough, a week of over a supernatural provision. We're going to look back and say, man, what happened? The look, look at God. Look at God. It's going to be a good week. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you on the next podcast.